0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Suzanne CP3 for three. Al, about the Suns. Hall of Famer Suns broadcaster Al McCoy calls in to talk Suns with Bickley and Marat. Suns win. The Suns win. Al, about the Suns. Driven by Sanderson Ford. Every week it is our pleasure to
1: welcome the legendary voice of the Phoenix Suns, the Hall of Famer Al McCoy. It's Al about the Suns, and it happens right now here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Al, it's a special day. Good morning to you.
0: Well, it's D-Day, right? (laughs) D-Day for the Phoenix Suns.
1: Yeah, for so long, it it seems like uh, a lot of us have been like kids waiting for Christmas morning, but it's finally (laughs) here Uh, What do you expect to see, other than a minute's restriction for Kevin Durant, which is kind of par for the course, what what are you looking to see from KD tonight?
0: Well, I think it probably is uh, ideal. Uh, They're going against a very weak Charlotte team, so uh, they can limit some minutes for uh, KD and let him uh, get uh, a a little used to his teammates, and then uh, really... Uh, on to Chicago, a team that's struggling also. They can probably do the same thing. They should get those wins pretty easily. Uh, but the one that's going to count the last game on this road trip, yeah. and that's the one in Dallas. But it will be interesting to see uh, uh, the minutes that he plays tonight. But even more important than that, is how he fits in when he comes on the floor and what the the other four players are going to be uh, when he's on the floor.
2: How do you think that flow is going to look? Because we know that Book and KD have got some Olympic experience together, and and we know these guys like each other, so there's going to be some selflessness. Uh, How how do you think the flow is going to look, Al?
0: Well, you know, I have said from the very beginning that I thought uh, that Durant really fit in with the Suns because of the way he likes to play the ball. I mean, he likes to run the floor. He likes to move the basketball. Uh, We all know about his scoring ability. We don't hear that much about his passing ability, but he has that in all phases of the game. So I really think that it's going to be a smooth transition. And, uh, you know, confidence is always the big thing we talk about in any sport. And I think he's going to raise that confidence level uh, for this Suns team uh, really up into the sky. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see, as I mentioned. First of all, I'm going to be anxious to see, uh, will, uh, will Coach Monty start him with that unit? Uh, if he doesn't, who will he have playing alongside when he brings them in? Uh, that's going to be interesting to see.
1: Al McCoy, our guest every uh, Wednesday to talk Suns basketball here on Bickley and Murata mornings. And I know when we, we spoke last week, Al, you said unequivocally, uh, this is in, in terms of mid trades, maybe trades overall. This is the biggest one the Suns have ever made. I, I put together a piece on ArizonaSports.com looking at the history of the midseason trades and it's been a mixed bag going back to Charlie Scott, Truck Robinson, KJ, Xavier McDaniel, Jason Kidd, Shaquille O'Neal were all acquired during the course of the season, uh, does any of those come close to what we're about to embark on in your mind?
0: Well, of course, we talked about Charles, and and that was uh, in that category. Truck Robinson, who of course still lives here in the valley, mm-hmm. uh, certainly was a great contributor and a big plus when he joined. But uh, I know that you both have talked about this a great deal in the last couple of weeks. I don't think there's ever been a mid-season trade uh, for anybody. I mean there have been going back years ago trades in the NBA during the off season but uh, during uh, the the season this this has to be up there as one of the biggest certainly for the Suns and I can't think of any for any team that was mid season
2: Do you think it's it's odd for a fan base or do you think it's going to be different for a fan base to suddenly embrace a team that's not only features a brand new superstar, but there's other new faces who are on on the Suns, whether it's Darius Baisley, who's yet to play Terrence Ross, who I think is going to be a rotational guy. Not sure what the plans of T.J. Warren are, but to go from a homegrown Valley boys kind of mentality to this with 20 games left in the regular season, I'm not sure there's precedence for that either. (laughs)
0: Well, but we all know uh, Suns fans, as great as they are, they like to win. (laughs) And when they they see uh, Kevin Durant out there, and uh, this team is starting to pile up victories, uh, they're going to be going along with it. Believe you me, big time.
1: You are so right on the money, Al. Uh, and and that's what's made this interim three-week waiting period so difficult. Is that Suns fans who are upset to lose Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson to the Nets, and if had to watch them play for the last three weeks and play individually well. The Nets aren't winning a whole bunch, but I think a lot of that gets washed away as soon as the ball gets tossed and Kevin Durant's on the floor this evening.
0: Well, I don't think there's any question about it. I think everybody's anxious to see what kind of condition he's in, uh, the minutes he'll get, the contribution he can make right off the bat. Uh, Those are all questions that could be answered on this road trip. And as I mentioned earlier, I think his time will be limited on the floor in these first couple of games, tonight in Charlotte and then in Chicago. And then I think you got to go all out when you get to Dallas, and that's what's going to be really interesting.
2: You know, what's also interesting to me is that, you know, uh, for a long period of time when the Suns were rolling hot the last couple of years, there were a lot of Suns fans who who didn't think that the team got the – the national attention they deserved, and Vinny and I talked about this earlier. The amount of attention they give the Lakers continuously is nauseating, um, but that's going to change, <laughs> isn't it? With KD, I mean, KD is one of those guys that people are going to talk about one way or the other.
0: Oh, you're you're no question about it. Obviously, the networks are only concerned with the big markets. Uh... And that's why you get so sick and tired of the Lakers and the Suns uh, never have gotten the recognition that they deserved, even when they were going to the finals and, and the winningest team in the West. But they will now because they have a superstar and uh, the media is going to be following closely the Phoenix Suns the rest of the way. No question about that.
1: Al McCoy, our guest here on Arizona Sports every Wednesday morning, and obviously this is uh, the next few games, the next handful of games, about acclimating Kevin Durant into the mix. But Bick and I have been talking about it. I'm going to venture a guess here. Very much in agreement with us. What also is very important for the Phoenix Suns is to get that minutes played number down for Chris Paul. The fact that he played almost 40 minutes in that game against Milwaukee on Sunday, that is not sustainable, Al. How important do you think that is moving forward?
0: Well, I think it's extremely important also. And hopefully that bench now... And uh, with Payne back and and the bench a little deeper, uh, that will change. But I think we saw in that Milwaukee game also, and we've talked about this before, the Suns in tight situations seem to always put it in the hands of Devin Booker. Now that's great. We know the great player that he is. But sometimes you'd rather see them just come out and run a different play. Let somebody else take that last second shot because the opposition knows The Suns are going to go with Book, and they just team up on him. Now they can't do that because you've got another guy on the floor that can win the ball game. And that is going to be huge, I think, for the Suns, particularly when we get into the playoffs and we get into close games. Up until now, the defense would key on Booker because they knew that's who the Suns would have to go to. They can't do that any longer. All
2: right. For a guy who's a walking historical archive of the franchise, what is your level of personal excitement for this, Al?
0: Well, obviously, uh, having been with the Suns all these years, I like to see them do well. Uh, I've told people so many times, and we've talked about it, how fortunate we have been with all of the really great players that the Suns franchise has had. And when I say great, I'm not talking just about talent. I'm talking about as individual people that contribute to the, to the overall community. We've been so fortunate through the years to have so many of these great players. Now we have that, but we also have the talent. And uh, that's what's going to make these, these closing games. And from here on out till the championship is decided, extra
1: special. Yep, Al, always a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy tonight and we will talk yes. to you next
0: week. Okay guys, have a good day. Thanks Thank you
1: Al McCoy, the legendary voice of the Phoenix Suns joins us every Wednesday.